Have I asked for something or how do you know you're recording? Oh, oh it's so. already recording. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So the, the guy so comes like, in and just starts. <laughs> session starts, it starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good thing yeah. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. I did and the edit though, so it's cool. I can't edit anything yeah. from the start. <laughs> All right, sweet. Yeah. Really? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome, no, I'm joking. I do this every time. <laughs> Without fail. Do you have an every intro? Time. Do you have an intro? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah. go then. But welcome back, guys, to Alpha Waves, another episode. Episode three here with your host, yes. Cam and Darren. Exactly. And we have a very special guest here today, Jevene. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. And thank Jevene, you, thank you. tell us you are a wonderful jazz singer. I remember seeing you live literally a few years ago now, and it was just a really amazing thing to get to experience. So we're very happy to have you here today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Thanks, Cam. Um, <laughs> so I'm Jebonair. I am a multidisciplinary artist. <laughs> you have to say it like that. <laughs> um, I sing, I songwrite, I mm. create art and um, do visual things as mm. well as sonic things. Um, mm. So yeah, that's why I like to say I'm an artist rather than just say musician. Yeah. Makes sense. But, um, yeah. yeah, that's all about me. Um, in terms of the music, it's mostly a blend of jazz and R&B with some um, African influences embedded mm. in there. And yeah, the singles are coming. Yes. Yeah. And we are excited. So tell us about this new song on the way, which we have not heard yet, but we love the sound of it because it really matches today's theme. So, so yeah, tell us about your song. So the song is called Out of My Head and... Mm most of it relate is speaking about the fact that um i can be sometimes in a space of being overwhelmed and um having too many things on my mind i.e general anxiety other mm. people's opinions my own second guessing just a flurry of uh different thoughts sometimes being my own self-critic my own biggest critic i should say um and how it's time to sort of move forward from that rather than thinking all the time about um everybody else or even judging myself too much Mm. is just to focus on what i'm doing well and focus on the positive things that are going on and what can i do to live my best life and be my best self rather than calculating everything if yeah. you will yeah. is there something that's brought you to this point yeah um so f- some years back i suffered well i shouldn't even say suffered i should say survived mm. i survived uh depression okay. and then mm. getting over that was a difficult thing and then some years after that i realized that instead of having the depression i'm now in a season i had now entered a season of uh anxiety where it wasn't necessarily like oh i'm sad about anything in particular but because i'd had that time where i was thinking a lot about everything in life why i wasn't happy about it and then to move from a place of now finally being decently happy (laughs) with life Mm -hmm. it was like oh wow there's something to lose you know and how can i maintain it or how could i um continue to thrive 
and I think that brought a lot of anxiety yeah. and also just life's changing paces mm. moving from like you know early 20s to late 20s and having to go through all of those type of changes with friends relationships mm. career um, hopes and dreams and aspirations and all of those things will play on my mind like yeah. mm. I've been wanting to release my own music for a very long time now and uh, it's become a it's become a, a, a center for anxiety yeah because it's like there's so many elements to the process mm-hmm. um so yeah i began to doubt myself and whether or not that was something that i definitely was able to do and all sorts and mm-hmm. then you know um some of the thoughts would extend to other areas of life for example fitness well-being friendships whatever yeah, yeah. um so yeah uh, that's kind of the circumstances by which the song was birthed and as a result of that i my now then then boyfriend now husband um said (laughs) thank you thank you thank you (laughs) um said oh you know you should get it down on into a song like talk about what's on your mind and stuff and Mm. it's my vehicle to express all of those things and by doing so i unload and i let the balloon go to the sky so to speak so yeah we've moved now i've moved from that place now and so singing the song i was i'm hoping that it will resonate with other people who have been in a similar situation Mm. or are currently experiencing that um and every time i sing it live i'm looking forward to acknowledging that i'm in a new space now rather than Mm. where i was see that's what that's what i say like when people that's releasing music, I always say the psychology behind it that you have to look at is that you have to sometimes weigh up what the song's doing for you. Mm. Um, but a lot of the time we focus on what it might do for other people. Like, will they like it? This, that, mm. the other. But nine times out of ten, if it does something good for you, yeah. it will do good for someone else as well. Literally, that like is you. it. I mean, um, for a long time, it took me time to get to the point where I could write my own songs. Yeah. And mm. this is something where now I'm getting better at it but it was because i thought oh i just i should write something that people are gonna like Mm. and i didn't attach the experience of uh you know fusing together my own personal views Mm. my own experiences what have you i would just write kind of concept songs and be like oh this is a nice thing to sing about (laughs) this is something someone (laughs) this is something something someone would like yeah (laughs) but um yeah it's been a new sort of thing maybe over the past I'll say year and a half plus mm. okay. that now I'm writing songs that are from the heart a little bit more and yeah. sadly but positively in a way because everything's coming out at different times it's like mm. then you're on the back end thinking oh well release mode so uh I've got a bunch of songs about the topic we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. and they're not coming out for a while yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not in that place yeah, of yeah, saying yeah. every all of the things I needed to get out are out yet do you get what I, I mean I love that process and even with this song in particular I like that you transmuted it you know like you turned something that was bothering you into something positive and ironically it's about the thing that was bothering you like the creative process yeah. and I feel like that definitely will help people like even as you were speaking I was thinking I can really relate to this because I feel like when you're creative and there's so many different parts of creativity as well like the whole process where because for me like I I write and then as you're doing something 
there's kind of that buzz in the beginning and as you get deeper in it the voice kind of comes in when you're like wait does this make sense will people get it like all these questions that that just aren't even important but they throw you off what you're doing and then something that you were so excited about then becomes such a burden because you're filled with all this dread and just you know doubt yeah. that mm. you know that what you're doing isn't good anymore so it's nice that you use the creative process to transmute how you were feeling so that's that's really you know well done to you <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> yeah no we're looking forward to it mm. um I'm not going to put a pressure of a date, but do you know when it's coming roughly? Mm. Well, hopefully we'll film the music video this uh, next couple of weeks, yeah. this oh. month. Yeah. And um, I'm hoping by the time this airs, it will be out. Cool. Um, mm. That's all I can say right now in terms <laughs> of the, there's no date really. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, been, yeah. yeah, the dates, the dates. I'll tell Cam the dates. Yeah. Cool. And oh, if there is cool. a date, then the you can add a little afterwards 100%. so yes oh, yeah. single is out now <laughs> yeah. just a little promo, and yeah, a little promo. Yeah. shameless plug <laughs> <laughs> we can move on from talking about me now <laughs> <laughs> well okay but let's let's segue into today's theme so mm-hmm. this episode is all about settling or stimulating so in various aspects of your life yes um, exactly from relationships to friendships to mm-hmm. careers to however you want to put it. Um, yeah, because you know what? Until we kind of spoke about the topic, you don't realise how much you do settle for in your life. And yeah. just because you're used to something or just haven't really thought about the fact that you can do something in a different way rather than actually thinking about what makes you feel alive or stimulates you or brings you forward in life. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny topic because obviously you've got to be careful when you're talking about relationships especially mm. um, I feel like in relationships it's difficult because there's going to be a point I feel like in every I, don't, I can't speak for everybody but I feel like that in a relationship there's going to be a point where the things that might have brought you lot together have either become so repetitive mm-hmm. that it goes one or two ways where you either get bored and in the boredom stage, it might not even be bored of the person, just bored of the, the routine. Yeah, mm. that that kind of thing. Um, but then it's like the stimulation side. Do you try new things? Do you just need to alter things in your relationship? Mm. Or like, when is the point where it's like things have run its course almost? Mm. I mean, I think that as humans we're in a constant state of negotiation mm-hmm. mm. and we're also at the same time in a constant state of change well we would hope to think that that's the norm for people yeah mm. yeah um you know 17 year old you and you at 25 mm. 30 is not going to be the same person no if there is, and i'm a big just problem. saying that that is true as like a <laughs> general majority yeah. thing mm. Um, and as such, as you are in that shift, as you're shifting as a person, as you're growing, the, your, your agreements with life change, yeah. your mm. agreements with people. And why I use the word negotiating is because when you make friends, essentially it is like an unwritten contract in some ways where mm. you decide, okay, what are our norms? What are our yeah, yeah, um, yeah. practices and things that we 
we uh, bond over or mm. you know what are things that are not part of our agreement for example mm. and sometimes you can meet people in a certain stage of life where you are and the things that you would accept in that season may be things that you outgrow later on yeah mm. um so i think that's part of it in terms of like saying okay uh, the um stimulation versus what was the word Settling. settling yeah where the settling comes from yeah i think to avoid the settling or when you're feeling like you're getting to that point of settling those n- negotiations need to happen and that's when mm. that self-reflection and analysis of okay let's actually take stock here mm. what's mm. going on with me and this situation me and this relationship me and this friendship me and my finances me and self-care whatever mm. the case may be and do i like it am yeah. i happy with yeah. it is it something that um stimulates growth and joy because i think mm. sometimes like um for example with friendship you can have real friends that stimulate you and stuff but then sometimes it can be uh like across the like a it passes a certain threshold mm. Mm. like you can have friends in your life that yeah it's awesome to be around them it's great to be around them but then at the same time does them being around stimulate growth for you? Does them being around stimulate like long lasting happiness or is yeah, it mostly yeah. kind of temporary, temporary you yeah. know, sort of thing? So that's, I guess, stuff where, you know, you have to assess and think about for yourself, you know, what do you want in these situations? Do you want to be in a, in a relationship or a friendship whereby people can be honest with you about your flaws and you can be honest with them back or do you want to just coast along and sort of go with the first agreement you had with people rather than um renegotiating and i know Mm. the renegotiating is hard Mm. it's very difficult to um present yourself as a changed person do you get what i mean in terms definitely of like i think it's very hard to present yourself as a changed person especially when the other person hasn't changed yeah. because then you're re- when you're renegotiating it's almost like you know that they are not going to accept the new agreement so then you're like when i've changed do i kind of settle and don't change all the way with them and keep parts of you know elements of our old dynamic mm. and meet them in the middle i yeah. guess or do you decide to stick to that you know that idea or that desire for continuous growth like happiness with longevity rather than just enjoying that present moment with them and it not really developing elsewhere it's it's really hard like i don't think it's quite an easy thing so just listening to, to both do. of you talk would you <laughs> it sounds like you have to be very in touch with self like mm, what you yeah. want what more than i guess yeah. there's going to be a balance between what your friend wants as well but some i'm just thinking like in my personal life some friends that there's no change in them but yeah. mm. i'm i'm cool with that but i just time and place yeah time yeah. and place like my mom always says shout out to mom v <laughs> Uh, my mom always says that some friends you have and when they show you themselves, mm. it's your choice to decide whether this is something that you can endure yeah, or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. be accept. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. people are going to be people at the end of the day. So she said, firstly, accept, you know, assess whether it's something that you can accept. Mm. And secondly, whether it's 
a complete deal breaker where you know yeah there's never going to be friendship here mm. and what she said is like she barely falls out with people what she does if they disappoint her or if mm. you know something happens where there's a rift between them yeah. she'll just say oh i've learned this about this person now mm. and as such i can now um shift in terms of the way that i uh behave either around this person or with this person to yeah. this person yeah. whatever um mm. so that i can one protect myself from future hurts mm-hmm. and two um set a boundary you yeah. know that means that you know if certain types of situations are going to happen with this person that's something i'm not necessarily mm. agreeing with mm-hmm. you get what i mean like if you mm. know it's your friend who always gets super duper drunk at the end of the night you yeah. just know if they're asking you to come to a rave and hang out with them or whatever mm. you make the agreement with yourself and you make it known to them i'm not going to be the one carrying you home yeah. or whatever yeah. the case i'm leaving at this time do you get what I mean? i'm leaving at this time yeah, do you get so what make I mean? sure you have a third friend who's yeah exactly look after you <laughs> but it yeah be me. it's a simple those yeah. are simple situations but yeah, the others yeah, obviously yeah. i think you have to you mm. you know you got to communicate and make people know like okay this is mm. where you go and sometimes you don't even communicate sometimes you know if they're not going to hear it yeah you just adjust and yeah. then if they're like oh it's time for us to talk about it then you go well you know this thing happened and i've yeah. learned to adjust mm. for my own sanity because otherwise you just end up going home stressed and it's so true especially when you're changing and you kind of hope that the other person will change with you yeah and i feel like it's important to accept within yourself that you can't have the false expectation that other people are going to change because that's not fair on them. Like, not everyone is ready to move at the pace that you're moving at. There's that side of it, but, like, I feel like, especially with friends, that there's got to be a point where if they've been around you for long enough Mm. and you've shown, like, the angle that you're trying to go in, you surely would have had conversations where you you can kind of decide whether or not that person's willing to go in that direction or not if they are saying that they're willing to go then they've got a show change within themselves like you can't be the one that's always trying to i think it's okay if your friend if you've shown them the direction that you're willing to go in and your friend does not want to go in that direction yeah obviously if they don't want to go go in a a different direction because i feel like you can you, you know you can sometimes find some kind of middle ground i think the problem happens when your friend is trying to get in your way when you're Mm. trying to go down a certain path you know because i feel like sometimes that happens when you're evolving or moving or choosing different things and then that person kind of almost becomes like a block because they don't really they don't really want that change themselves and they don't want you to change because then you're not with them on that path anymore you think it's possible to be too loyal yes Ooh. oh i should have taken a while to answer that no <laughs> no no go ahead go ahead i'm thinking about it yeah I'm thinking about i it. think definitely like i feel like i feel like loyalty is good but at the same time you also have to be loyal to yourself yeah. like the promises that you've made to you and the promise that you've made to you is to consistently grow you know and i believe that no one remains stagnant like you're either going forwards or you think you're stagnant but you're going backwards that part Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like loyalty can often be used as a guilt trip (laughs) (laughs) 
that's so true it can be it can be yeah and it's like loyal doesn't mean like if you're if loyalty to you means that i'm i'm having to sacrifice things that i want to do yeah then i cannot be loyal to you and then it's like are you then loyal to me because if you're truly my friend if you're truly someone in i'm in a relationship with then surely your interest would also be my best interest yeah would you ask me to deny my own personal growth for the sake of loyalty and to please you Mm -hmm. but if your friend's in a bad situation what do you mean like Say for instance now, <laughs> I'm just going to use a personal example, yeah? Okay, change the names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no names are going to be involved, but let's just say, like, obviously how I grew up, there was there was a lot of street elements sometimes in things, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I, my friends know that when it was time for me to move on, I moved on gradually, but I still have friends in that circle. Mm. Now say, like, just on my loyalty to them, if something bad happened, and they needed somebody to help them out. But I'm not in that space anymore. Is it wrong for me to turn around and be like, I'm not here no more. Like, that's for you to deal with. Or is my loyalty to the friend and to the friendship? Because we're still close. Mm. Like, in those situations, is, does there need to be compromise? Or is that... I love this question. I need mm. a moment because it's... <laughs> it's interesting because I feel like if there is not necessarily a one-off but Mm. when your friend is really like i'm in this situation i have no one to turn to and i'm turning to you right now and they don't usually do that yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about a situation like that everything's been going perfectly fine in their life they're not involved in like regular madness Mm -hmm. but a mad situation but then also it's like i stayed off the path so that I wouldn't be caught in this situation. Yeah. yeah. You stayed on it. This is part of it. Yeah. And you have to think for the yourself then, is this something I'm willing to add to my life? And what mm. are the consequences? Because it's truly not your part. Like you made a choice yeah. to leave that specifically for that reason, like for those risks. Mm. And that person knows that, you know? And it's not easy for everyone to make that choice. You know, so and that also plays on your head as well, because you're like, maybe it was easier for me to make that choice than it was for that person. Circumstances, yeah. But mm. it's a hard choice for everyone. Mm. You know, it is because then you leave your friends could essentially leave thinking, oh well, I thought mm. I could count on you, and you're not. And it's there. like, but why would you think that? Because I told you I was done. <laughs> so wh- where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah. i mean i think Mm. they also have to understand your stance and your position and Mm. what it it depends what it is they're asking you to do yeah Yeah. yeah, the consequences of it and also uh the implications of your involvement that's very very true because if it's as simple as i'm stuck come pick me up Mm. then it's no problem you know it's just a just an uber driver for a night it's not really that deep but if it's something else which you have consciously chose to separate from yeah then you know yeah no it's mm. crazy it's crazy it's crazy yeah it's a, it's a really tough one and i feel like that's where loyalty comes into play because it's like well say if you went to help that person and then things went even more left yeah and then they went left not just for that person but then for you 
And then you can switch it and say, well, you aren't really a loyal friend to me because you know that I'm building a life, I'm building a career, I'm building a family and you were willing for me to put that at risk and now I have suffered the consequences for mm. you. So are you really loyal to me and what I'm trying to do? In hindsight, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> like in the heat of the moment, that's a lot of thinking to be doing. It's a lot. It's a lot. And your natural instinct, I guess, is to like help Reach the ones out. that you yeah, love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess, it, yeah. But it's measuring the, the risk as well. And it's not easy. That's what, even like the situation with, you know, the one that you brought up earlier mm. um, about, you know, your friends getting drunk and stuff like that. I feel like for me personally, even that can be such a hard thing because you've, I mean, it's not really comparable to what you just said, but you know, at the same time, it's its kind of like the expectation of, of change and that, you know, you've been that person or that fun person or that party friend with that person for so long. Mm. And then it's kind of like, well, how long can I keep doing this? Because if I carry on doing it right now, I'm just doing it for you. I'm not yeah. really doing it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm. I guess that comes back full circle to like the original question of mm. in your friendship, should somebody be stimulated the other or does there need to be a point where you just settle as in this is what the friendship is. I know mm. when to get involved and when not to or does there need to be somebody between you two s stimulating each other? Define stimulating. Like whether it's creatively, mentally, financially, like anything that could stimulate a person to okay, want to grow like yeah that's what i was gonna say like someone who's helping you helping you move forward and grow mm. and mm. achieve the things but even conversations that you're having because i've got some yes. friends that all they want to do is talk about the past yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's just boring isn't it literally yeah. literally and then i've got other friends that i can sit down and speak to them and i we might not even have the same business interest but yeah. the fact that they want to do something or elevate themselves yeah can rub i off. think definitely i would wrote yes friendships mm. do need to have a stimulation mm. factor mm. because then like you said you're living what what do you have yeah do you yeah. get what i mean mm. and stimulation is different for everybody for everyone yeah yeah and course. everybody mm. uh, i think as you get older as well that uh navigating life becomes different for everybody because when you're younger it's like oh all these possibilities whatever whatever whereas as you spend more time working on yourself or whatever mm -hmm. you begin to have a more defined idea of the direction that you want to go in yeah and i think by having that vision you automatically exclude what's not really going to work for yeah, you yeah yeah i think as well like when you reach a certain not even necessarily age but a certain stage. phase of your life yeah a certain stage like you go from you know things it being okay being around things that don't mean too much to suddenly wanting to build your life mm -hmm. like you think about your your purpose and what you're building a lot yeah. more and i feel like that you know if you're not settling within your goals for yourself and the vision for your future then you kind of need to like that vibration carries out through other parts of your life because yeah. then I feel like friends that you feel like you're settling with and like you said you can be stimulated in so many ways like you can have a friend that all you do is laugh mm. you know and just have a good time and that is still s stimulation yeah. but it's something that still carries you forward it doesn't really feel like it's in the way 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think I love that you said forward mm. because we spoke earlier um, about the past just yeah. now when yeah. you're talking about your friend and how they just like to talk about, the, about past. the past. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I think forward, forward is definitely a good um, comparison. Com- yeah, like a good component of measurement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For those type mm. of things for sure. But I'm a funny friend though because <laughs> as much as I say that, there's gonna be sometimes when I'm in the mood to just hear those stories. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's awkward. It's awkward sometimes. Sometimes you be talking, like, I don't want to hear this right now. But then other yeah. times you're looking forward to hearing these stories because it, it's it memories and whatever else. Yeah, mm. yeah. I guess it's all a balance. And, and it comes back to what you said about a time and a place. Yeah. You know. And then yeah. do you find that with those type of friends? the time and the place is then less frequent with them maybe so maybe so but i guess again it comes down to different environments like mm. if i'm thinking back to my younger environment sometimes now as an as an adult where my life is totally different but i might see someone and they tell me stories about what's going on back there mm. it's still useful information to me but it's not nothing mm. i can do with it if that makes sense but yeah. it, it time and a place for it like, I don't want to be stressed out from a long day and hearing about more stuff going on <laughs> in a place that I can't <laughs> do anything about. But yeah. when you're just having a light fun or a light drink or whatever, then... Yeah, and then it makes the, the energy just feel so heavy. Cause mm. you're like, I was really trying to offload here. And now... <laughs> you can't and now you I'm thinking yeah. about the present and the past. <laughs> like You've got an emotional just... attachment to it, so it's hard yeah. to just let it go for sometimes. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Do mm. you define for yourself um categories you know things like acquaintance colleague friend those type of um i don't want to say labels but yeah yeah you know are there people in your life where those zones like who can you really call your friend do you get what i mean that's kind of more what i'm asking i've got a small circle of people that are classed as my friend Mm. but um even within that circle i know it's not directly related to what you're saying but within that circle there's certain friends that i trust for certain things yeah so when it comes outside of that circle with acquaintances it's kind of the same thing um but i guess there's a heavier again not a label but a heavier tag on the people that i would class as my friends compared Mm. to the acquaintances but um Mm. what about you yeah i'm just thinking about it like it's so interesting because i call everyone a friend like that's the word that i'd use but i definitely have like like you said like a small circle like there's very few people who i would share everything with or i know that if i was feeling a type of way i could call that person and they would be there and then there's other people who they kind of have their thing that i'll talk about things with that aren't necessarily as close to my heart or as vulnerable or as personal i try to be like very intentional with my actions towards people so they can work it out because there's nothing Mm. worse than within yourself you're saying yeah this person ain't my friend like that and they're they're going around saying yeah my friend darren did it i I was in an awkward moment like that once so i was newly at work and my friend came to visit me and i was like oh hey meet my work friends blah 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 and then afterwards they were like work friends we thought we were your (laughs) your friend friends (laughs) and i was like oh you are (laughs) yeah 
I'm like the complete <laughs> opposite. I'm yeah. like a bit like what da- it's Darren, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh my day, sorry. <laughs> I'm bad with names sometimes, but uh, a bit like what Darren said. Mm. I make people uh, now. I'm just like you know, if you're a colleague, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's too many. I mean, especially in like m- my industry where. Mm. Uh, people buddy up very quickly you yeah know? you meet somebody and then they're like let's make a song together <laughs> it's mad. you're like very about quickly. what i don't know you yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> very quickly um and sadly i was one of those people but no more you've grown i've grown <laughs> you know but maybe that's like a youth thing as well you maybe, know maybe yeah because yeah. i do feel like people who are younger especially in workplaces they're so keen to find like a, a work buddy yeah you know mm. and i think social media plays a huge part in it as well because i feel like social media can be so revealing with how much of your day of your day you're exposing so people naturally just learn about your day to day you know what i mean and i feel like when i was working in more corporate spaces people would just try to add you on your social media straight away and it's just crazy and i feel like like now i haven't had any instagram facebook whatever for quite a while Mm -hmm. and i feel like that has not having it has allowed me to create such a natural boundary yeah yeah like a natural boundary between people who are you know colleagues or acquaintances and then actual friends because you would need to get my number in order to be my friend and Mm. you just don't hand that out in the same way as your instagram i see what you're saying Mm. so friends are in your phone book Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah friends friends are in your phone book yeah that makes like, sense. Yeah, yeah, literally. Because I'm like, talk to me on the work channel if you know, if you need me or if email you need me. <laughs> yes, exactly. But but friends get the number, and I'm like, you can WhatsApp me. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're a friend. Oh, that makes sense. Mm. It makes sense. It makes sense. But it's so interesting. Like I feel like even within my my inner circle. I'll still, I think it comes down to like what we mentioned earlier about expectation of people and the contracts that you have with them and negotiating. Cause I feel like even with your closest closest, it's recognizing their strengths yeah. and knowing like, I need this person when I need to laugh about something and some harsh truths. And I need this person when I need like someone softer who's gonna give me a little more love with stuff. Yeah, You can't um, mm. request everything from one person yeah like then it becomes very demanding very, very demanding but don't you think yeah, a lot of people do that in relationships though oh yeah oh that's so interesting. definitely in intimate relationships we're just talking outside of friendships and yeah, those yeah. type mm. of relationships yeah, yeah. yeah i think people do it a lot mm. um there's this kind of uh myth Mm. that we've bought into as a society you know the you are my everything and i hate it yeah (laughs) i hate it as well because it's like no i Mm. have my own life you have your own life and us coming together is to make each other's lives better but Mm. i don't become you know the like the shape that you want do you get what i mean and i think that definitely that can be hard that's so interesting as well because i feel like with obviously i'm single guys so my story is different (laughs) but um but i feel like when you're when you're in a relationship you have that expectation that that person is your go-to advice giver for Mm. everything Mm. and then if they're not able to provide advice on this particular thing then they just don't care and they're not interested but really it's like but that person is also a person with their own strengths and weaknesses they're not going to be able to be the best person for you at that time for everything yeah mm. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Relationships are like you have to kind of understand that very early. I realized mm-hmm. that. I, I don't want to put it onto um. Yeah. Like that, your partner's not your everything. Mm. Like it's is is it's important to understand that very early because mm. things can go left very quickly if it's not understood or yeah. established. Yeah. Um. Not to delve into your relationship, but it's fine. like <laughs> we're about to. <laughs> we're about to. <laughs> not Go to on. delve, like, but is there is there any like key components that you would have to find in somebody to keep you there? Oh, okay. So I discovered this uh, in the last relation, l- the last failed relationship before this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was that? Uh, communication was one of my main um, essentials in yeah. a relationship. Mm. Beforehand, I would get with people and it would just be like, their vibe is great. Yeah. Mm. They're great. so mm. funny. Oh, they're so funny. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and um, while all of that is good, you can have all the vibe you want, but if there's no communication, mm. if there's but no define what you mean by communication. Like, what does that look like? Um, I think it or looks... Or what did that not look like with Okay, people? in the last relationship, it looked like um, no particular effort being made to sustain that spark. Do you mm. get what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, you have your things that attract you to a person and the the air of the person, the essence of the person. Mm. And I the think vibe. the vibe, yeah. <laughs> and I think what um, communication does is it allows you to explore that vibe and have a bit more understanding. Mm. And it also allows for them to explore your vibe and have more understanding. Um, obviously, that's like a massive topic, you know, communication. Yeah, We're talking yeah. about what does it really mean to listen? What does it really mean to speak with understanding? Those mm. type of mm-hmm. um, elements like that. Um, but in the... So yeah, that's something I discovered at the end of the last relationship. And I was like, the next one I get into, that needs to be front and center. Mm. And uh, what that experience taught me anyway was to have essentials. Um, I.e. And it's funny because like when I even started this, um, the relationship that's turned into marriage, mm. um, I didn't, I wasn't in a place of looking, like it just ended yeah. up happening in terms of the fact that we got al- we got along and I wasn't particularly looking for a relationship, which I think is a really big bonus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my lessons are out of that last relationship were that I need to define for myself what are my essentials, things that I absolutely cannot deal without. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I've got to the marriage stage, I would say... Um, Knowing yourself is so key. Yes. Because you don't know yourself. You don't Mm -hmm. know what to ask from someone else. Yeah, you don't know what you need. Yeah, you don't know what you Mm -hmm. need. And there's certain things I've had to find out. I I don't want to say the hard way. But But the harsh way. Yeah, the (laughs) harsh way. And I've had to find out from mm, scenarios to some extent. Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes you know things in and of yourself, about yourself. But you haven't necessarily found the words to define the thing that you're actually you know know about yourself so Mm. i don't know it could be as simple as like like for myself uh, we talked about the anxiety for example Mm -hmm. and what i've realized over time uh through trying my best to overcome the anxiety has been 
that I am a very closed person emotionally, period. Mm. And that's why it was hard for me to write the songs, etc., whatever, whatever. Yeah. So pin that. And I didn't get to find that out until I was in this relationship. Okay. So all this time I was dating thinking, I'm very emotionally open. <laughs> you know, people know what they, where they stand I'm with an me and book. I talk, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> when it really came down to talking about how I actually feel, yeah. that was mm. it was something that I never really de- did until um, something happened. I wasn't happy with it. And I felt, oh, if I don't say anything you know it will end up cascading mm. into something bigger and those would be the only moments i'd pick mm. to say okay. something about how i actually felt yeah so in this um in the marriage now it's like uh that communication has extended to um myself uh recognizing my own feelings for example and being able to voice those in a and articulate them in a way that can be understood yeah. and also taking time to listen to my um, mm. to my husband and to um, take time to reply because yeah. yeah there's all that as well and I think uh, having a learning difficulty does not uh, make the process easier you know mm. <laughs> so um, yeah there's yeah. all that does that kind of factor in like learning these things about yourself did it kind of give you an idea of the type of person that you're looking for? Like, okay, if I'm like this, then I need someone who is comfortable being open so that yeah. they can draw it out of me or someone who's patient and knows how to give space and, and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, I would say yes. It's allowed me to learn more about what I needed. But yeah. I learned it in the relationship, truth be told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I didn't know this stuff before. And I think for me, the main thing was uh, I have ADHD and something I've had to deal with all my life. And I mm. found out when I was, um, I want to say like 18. Oh, so quite so late. So I lived with it for a very yeah. long time without necessarily having an understanding of, okay, yeah, you know, you see things differently, mm. whatever. Yeah. And so um, as I've gotten older now, it's like, that was something I ended up being like, oh, I actually really need somebody who understands and has a bit of sympathy um patience mm. for the fact that i have this adhd yeah mm-hmm. i will interrupt them maybe and mm. um, they need to be okay with that they need to be okay <laughs> with it yeah um and yeah sometimes i'll you know veer off into different topics what have you mm. and we have to find a way to come back to the original point and that's yeah. okay um but i found that um i think it's in in coming to uh saying you're going to be in a relationship character for me has is what i've discovered is the most important thing mm. if you can find if you can um what's the word cultivate a way mm-hmm. of looking at a person um in such a way that you understand things about themselves about their character through their actions mm. yeah that will really get you places yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of the time we, what do you mean? Like, as in like a, a small example that like, um, obviously we've got certain like cliches and stuff like, Oh, mm. you know, if you're late, it means you're this type of person mm. that might not be true for every single person, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like yeah. the more you spend with someone, what are you reading from their behavior? Do you mm. get what I mean? Like, I think right. that's mostly what I mean. What you're reading from their behavior and what you see consistently show up in their mm. behavior. That's mm. part of their character. 100%. And I think, um, like, in in um, situations now, I look at things like, okay, 
people who I'm trying to, who I want to be friends with, you know, the the person I've married, what is the essence of their character? Mm-hmm. Are they, quote unquote, a good person, if yeah. you will? Do you get what I mean? A reliable they, person. Are they reliable? Do they have integrity? Exactly. Are they honest? Are they straight up? Yeah. Or am I going to have to try and guess what they're thinking all the time? Like, are they going to be hard work? Yeah, those type I totally of things. Relate. Yeah. And also just like um, things like courtesy, for example, have become mm. very... Uh, vivid mm-hmm. yeah. you know I think you could tell a lot about a person by how they treat other people w- in your presence mm. um, you know you go to dinner are they uh, how, are, how what is their conduct? what are they like when they're not caring about making a good impression yeah mm. those type of things and that will tell you loads about someone oh, rather yeah. than yeah. for sure oh you know you're um, not to crap on um, actually I shouldn't even say it <laughs> <laughs> but um, rather than you know your basic stuff mm. that you ask like oh so how long have you been working at your job and, oh yeah 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 uh, you know what what career do you do yeah. those type of things all those surface questions those sort of surface questions mm. I think that is um, it's good to know those things but mm. when you spend time with the person definitely watch how they are you know what question on that topic that I love finding out about that's so revealing is how a person talks about their past relationships and their exes mm. you know because i yeah. feel like that that just reveals so much like for me it's such a <laughs> <laughs> how are you looking <laughs> like that <laughs> darren Damn. no i uh, mean like I mean, side eye. <laughs> <laughs> well how do you talk about no but i mean like if you're talking to a guy and he's like yeah like she was a psycho yeah all i'm hearing is you you stressed her out yeah and now she's a psycho and also all you're hearing is you haven't learned anything from this yeah you know like if if, if you ask someone about their past relationship or they're talking about actually that's another thing if they're talking about their ex unprovoked that's a red flag in itself truly (laughs) because i'm like you have some stuff you need to work through but if they're talking about their ex and they're only talking about their ex and their actions and what they did yeah i'm like okay so you haven't reflected yeah because you're not telling me anything about yourself Mm. you know definitely Mm. (laughs) (laughs) all right we're curious Darren. why are you being so this is is interesting (laughs) from from a woman's point of view really because obviously i would never ask about an ex ever yeah except and if but i if we do no i'm not i actually don't care the only mm-hmm. thing that i would want if if the, if the conversation came up mm-hmm. the only thing i would want to know is the timeline kind of like when how it, long did they date and how did it end yeah and mm. when it was like how long ago was it kind of thing mm. um other than that i'm not really interested and if somebody mm. asked me i don't know how much i would say or what i would say because my answer would sound like i'm just <laughs> I've been living a frivolous lifestyle, but that's not the <laughs> truth. <laughs> that's not the truth. Just doesn't paint an accurate picture. Yeah. Doesn't sound yeah. good. I mean, mm. we was all young once. Yeah, Still are young, yeah, but you know. Exactly. It's just I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I can't I can't even recall that question being asked about me. Really? Actually. I love it. Seriously? Like I feel like at one point it comes up naturally, you know, like you wanna mm. learn about this person, learn what they've been through, if you've been through something similar. And you kind of want to share. And I feel like it's a good conversation to have, especially for me now as a single person. Like, it's interesting for me to know what that person has gone through to see if this person is a good 
fit for me mm. but not in terms of what they've been through in the past you know to judge them because i'm definitely <laughs> not one to judge i've been in many questionable relationships but just in terms to see like what have they done since then yeah, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. are you a relationship bouncer where you've gone from person to person to person and i'm now the next you yeah. know but yeah. you could be the one that makes them settle i think like what you said is very important about the character like mm. and watching things so Mm. A few a few things that I watch for. Mm. Obviously, some of them come later on. Um, but like, for instance, I like a person that's... When I say tidy, I don't mean just their environment. I just mean in their life. So mm. I used to have this thing that uh, when you... When eventually you get to the stage where either a girl comes to your house or you go to hers, more when you go to hers, or like you sort of come... More specifically, when you sort of coming in from somewhere together mm-hmm. into her what space. What do they do? What do they do? Yeah. Watch, watch what they do first. <laughs> what are your habits that's yeah. to me that mm. that tells you so much about somebody mm-hmm. without even that's speaking really um yeah yeah things of that nature i feel like that's mm. more important because they might be be someone that bounces from bounces but they just might have not met somebody that suits their way of living i mean more like have you had any space in between a person to collect yourself you know because i think alone time is so important because what you said earlier on about knowing yourself Mm. and especially since now i've really given myself space to know myself once you do it you realize how valuable it is because you just your focus is all on you it's not on another person it's not adapting to another person it's all about you and once you are solid in yourself when someone comes into your space it's not like, oh, do they like me or, you know, what that kind of thing. It's just, do I like them? Do they match what I'm trying to do here? Mm. Yeah. And I think well, that's I think you can apply that important. to most aspects of your life. Like, mm. not even just friendships. I feel like most walks of life, if you have that same mentality, yeah, things tend to work in your favour, whether it's... Mm. Like, I had this thing when I, when, I, when I was trying to start to work and I used to go to job interviews, mm. trying my best to try and find out what they liked, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But the fact that I'm there was, I learned that obviously the fact that I'm there is showed that there was enough of me that they already liked. Mm, that it came down true. to, all right, so I'm not here to impress you anymore. I'm here to yeah. just show you More who I myself, am. Yeah. That you like. Basically. Mm. And yeah, then, see if we're a good fit. But mm. if you do that in every aspect of your life, I feel like you That's tend so to true. get better results. Yeah. Similar to that, but not interviews. Like I would do that with when I've started a job and okay, a probation yeah, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is the period of time to see if I actually like being here. It's not for me to be on my best behavior, mm-hmm. which I probably couldn't do even if I wanted to. But it's time to see if this is the type of manager that I thought they were going to be or the workplace that I feel like I can thrive in. Mm yeah so it's true like applying applying that mentality in different different parts yeah all i'm hearing is that it goes back to knowing yourself yeah because really? when you're um like what you've said about even you ask yourself is this gonna work for me mm. uh is this something that i can be happy with and mm-hmm. that's something you have to ask yourself with your friendships with your potential relationships yeah. etc but um, how how do you like within yourself how do you blank out all the outside noise so if you've got something in your head mm-hmm. how do you like as in a goal not even a goal you might be at a point Just in your like life where like for. um i wouldn't say you settled but you're at a point in your life where you know I, i'm gonna be at this stage for a little while mm-hmm. while i'm building to get to the next stage oh i love 
love that you brought then, that up. That's literally where I am. <laughs> 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 no, but from the outside looking in, people might question it or say that you, you're being lazy or you're not doing mm. yourself or this, that, the yeah. other. Or the complete down. opposite where they're like, mm. you've achieved everything now. But within yourself, you're like, I've still got more to go, but yeah. I'm just at this stage right now. Um, how do you deal with all of that? If you, I've told myself that things take time. Mm. Mm. And before I didn't think that, I thought, Oh, everything's going to be super quick. Yeah, yeah, in general, that's that was the anxiety. I'm behind, mm. I'm behind, I'm behind. I'm supposed to be doing this. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Um, But what I've had to say is that things take time. Mm. Uh, I'll just take making music, for example. I started saying that I was going to make music in like 2010. And we're now mm. 11 years later. Uh, yeah. Have I released my own single? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna be my. Well, first. you've been making it. You I've been did making what you music. Said. Yeah, yeah you plenty. never said you were gonna put it out. <laughs> yeah, I've been making it. I've made plenty of music, but yeah. I think where I've just had to say to myself, okay, mm. in general, when you have something that you really wanna pursue, it's gonna yeah. take time, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I have to give myself patience and um, know, okay, it's gonna be a certain amount of time to get my head down yeah uh last year one of our friends um mine and my husband's friends um came out of prison Mm. and he went in there three years before was it was it three years before or two years before i think Mm. he served a two-year sentence i want to say that's right he's gonna hate me if it's not right (laughs) anyway (laughs) let's just say he served two years (laughs) and i remember um he had this like going away party yeah um yeah and we went and so this that is must b- have been yeah yeah go on go on. so interesting yeah like it was <laughs> i can't imagine the vibe it was very interesting like because that's uh, yeah i just can't imagine the vibe because yeah. it's like um yeah that's interesting yeah. yeah so he he invited us to this going away party his mm. friends set it up because obviously he'd been sentenced and mm. then he had a period of time between the sentencing to when yeah. he was going to start his sentence that's an interesting yeah thing to do i'm just definitely so in all of that yeah so yeah. we went but it I was respect like it. i can't lie i do respect <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a going away for that. Yeah, yeah he did it i think he did it mainly just so he could see all of his friends at once yeah. Yeah. and be like oh this is you know a period of my life that's starting now so yeah yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. um so yeah the going away party it was more like a link up you know the ones where like people would just bring a drink and yeah, we'll yeah, buy yeah, them. Yeah, that yeah. was it and then uh it wasn't because his his people are not very announcementy type of people. Like, mm. obviously, you have certain friendship groups where someone will take it upon themselves to be like the master of ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that type of crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, throughout the night or whatever, each of us spoke to him and just yeah. gave him like words of wisdom and encouragement and things That's like that. That's actually really nice. So yeah. it was really beautiful. But I remember one of the things that I came out of um, thinking, came away thinking after that night was wow, our friend's going to go away for two two to three years, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And in that time, he's going to be locked down. He's not going to manage to um, do the things in the outside world. What would it look like if he knuckled himself down in that time and, mm. uh, you know, achieved a goal in that time? And what can it look like for someone on the outside to say, oh, they're going to serve a sentence, if you will. Mm. I put that in quotation marks. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... At any point, any of us could say, I can restart now. You know, we, we have this measurement oh, in our I year that's that. like, mm. in our in our society, we have a measurement of 
a year being like the longest t- measurement of time. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. But and usually at the beginning of the year we'll say, oh, it's time to reset. It's time to da da. But you really mm. can reset any time you want. Yeah. So that was something that came to my mind when he was going away. I was like, wow, he's starting a new thing. He's starting, a you know, chapter, a period of time. Yeah. And in that period of time, I can also start and say, oh, while he's away. I'm going to focus for three years on this or mm-hmm. I'm going to focus mm. for two years on this. And what would that look like if I, if I really gave myself that, you know, that, that level yeah. of focus. Mm. So that was something I definitely had um, thought about back to the question. I'm trying to think what it was now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, quieting in the noise. If you quieting in the noise. Mm. Yeah. So that was, that was one of the answers to, you know, mm. the quietening the noise is uh, deciding a reset and being focused and saying these things I can do without, and these things I need to do in order to get to that place of, yeah. uh, you know, the the place of growth, but mm. what have you. And I think next to that, quietening the noise is um, having rules for yourself about mm. what you won't do, yeah. because that's meant for me. Mm. Doubt has to stop. Fears yeah. have to stop. And to the point, like last week, um, I had this thought to approach somebody and just say, get a piece of information from them. Mm. And I'd seen this person like f- last year, because um, she's always outside of this building where I was staying at the time. So I was like, oh, I really want to talk to her. And for, for, for months, I'd yeah. see her all the time and I never talked to her. Mm. And then this time I was like, it's been how many, you know, a year plus you're seeing this girl and you haven't said hello. Just go and do it yeah. because you've said to yourself, mm-hmm. this is something that you're going to go for now. Just go and do it. And I got her contact. Mm. And now I'm like, oh, I don't have to wonder about how to reach out to her anymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah go ahead Cal. no i love that like just going back to what you said about the the measurement of time that has really resonated with me because there's this one phrase and i'm probably going to say it wrong but it's along the same lines but they say like all it takes is if you just take out six months to one year and really just set those rules and you're like these days are my focus days i'm gonna cut back on seeing friends doing this just stay focused 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 and do what i need to do you can put yourself like six years ahead yeah just in that short space of time and i love that you've given yourself that that measurement because instead of feeling like an endless thing it's like okay this is my time frame to grow Mm. and then it's kind of like setting a a clear intention which which is something i will now do yeah i would (laughs) say jesse you definitely go for it yeah because i feel like when you when you have that then it's like is this going to mess with my time frame because you've given yourself a deadline and it's like no you you have to be put to the side and because i'm focusing on this thing yeah and i think what one thing i've had to remember is my trajectory my path isn't going to look like other people's path even if they're in the same field as me or same age as me or same ethnic background Mm. whatever it's not going to look like everyone else's. And I think there's a definitely like a massive pressure for that, you know, on that's, social media. I think that's the hardest thing. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, oh, so-and-so's buying a house. I should be buying a house. I know. And then so-and-so's like, got a new car. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, why? I'm such a failure. <laughs> like, what's going on with me? Why How do they do that? <laughs> yeah, but I think growth happens for us all at different times mm-hmm. and in different ways. I had an interesting thought about that, actually, because I thought a while back, if I had all the things that I have now, like in terms of even financially, like if I was working on the salary that I'm working on now back then, would that have really served me? Yeah. You know, because what would I have spent it on? Like you could blow that money on all types of things, whereas now you're using it for, for something else. And yeah. that reminds me to kind of just calm down that 
if there's something that I'm asking for right now and it's not here, it's mm. because I'm not ready for it. So true. Mm. Literally so true. I completely agree because yeah. I had the same thing with the money thing as well. Mm. Like, um, not having money allowed me to really prioritize the things that were that important, important and that yeah. needed to yeah. have money being spent on. But like you said, you also have to build the skill because mm. certain times, like you said, things will land in your lap and you won't be ready. And like, I feel mm. like that applies to so many areas of life, you know, because yeah. even if you think about like success and stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, as an artist, maybe a big dream could be, oh, you want this to want to work with this one artist mm -hmm. or whatever, or you want to win a certain award or whatever yeah yeah but are you ready to be saying that if that opportunity happened for you one you'd be ready for it and you'd deliver in the way that you'd be happy with yourself mm -hmm. delivering mm. and two is it something where once this thing happened you would be able to sustain um sustain quality yeah. Yeah, yeah, over yeah, time yeah, yeah. do you yeah. get what i mean sometimes things happen and then it's like oh that was really great like I don't know like you can meet people at the wrong time sometimes mm. or stuff can come in at the wrong time Definitely. and yeah that's something I think to answer your question from earlier as well um Darren <laughs> 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 is that um <laughs> that uh you know making peace with yourself yeah means mm. also being kind to yourself about where you are yeah the skills you have and how far you've come mm. that reflection as well really helps as well yeah I, I feel like time as well like waiting for something breeds appreciation for it because even like as he was talking i was thinking about how so prior to this i had a sales role for so long but i've always wanted to get into writing and be a copywriter which only this year i've now done mm -hmm. and i feel like sometimes i i think to myself like oh like i wish it could have been like this from the beginning or other people got into you know a copywriting role straight out of uni and blah 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 but i feel like having waited for it for so long I'm really maximizing and appreciating my opportunity now. Whereas if I had gotten it back then with the work ethic I had, <laughs> which wasn't very good, yeah. would I have really appreciated it? Would I have made the most of it? Would I have had the passion and gratitude for it that I have now where I'm really trying to make the most of what's happening? Yeah. And I would add on top of that, would you even have the lens that you have right now? Mm. Because if you had it earlier... Mm. maybe you, the writing style that you had at the time or yeah. the observations that you drew from the things that you wanted to write would be mm. um they wouldn't serve justice quality. to your gift do you get what i mean yeah whereas now because the gift is young like it hasn't been yeah. Honed. yeah and you've read how many more books now mm -hmm. and you've found new ways of saying things and you found yeah. new ways of viewing you found uh, literary techniques that you enjoy mm. more now than you did before for example so true and even just like with with experiences in life that changes your perception of things so your perspective that comes across with with writing is just different to how it would have been when when I was younger so it's so true like it does it does you know you have to think about it comes back to what you said earlier about quality you mm. know and creating that quality work like you need that time to be able to build it you also have to go through like every every situation you would have went through that period would have mm. taught you a lesson or something yeah mm. that you've obviously brought but forward. if you're willing to learn some people <laughs> <laughs> some 
they sometimes just don't you're just learn. not in the place to learn the lesson yeah sometimes you're like you know what i need to do this again 100 <laughs> but even like that wasn't the hard way <laughs> on reflection sometimes you can just look back and realize that that's what was being shown to you at that time even mm. if you didn't recognize it at this at that specific moment true but do you think you learn you go through stuff until you learn the lesson like is that do you think that's like one of them i feel like universal laws sort of yes thing? yeah i, I feel, feel that like way. If it's going to benefit you, yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. Mm. If it's not, then it's either going to teach you a lesson in terms of, like, you missed an opportunity, which I guess is still a, still a lesson in itself, but mm. um, I feel like if you're going to benefit for, from it and within yourself, like, true within your true self, you really want it, I reckon it will come back and show you again and again until you learn it. Mm. But I feel like every situation you go through, I feel, teaches you a lesson one way or the other. I think so, but there's definitely like repetitive things that will keep coming back until you do something differently or learn the lesson. And it could be something as simple as like, you know, packing your stuff the night before instead of the morning of, you know, for a trip and just not feeling stressed. Even something as small as that. And this is this is not an example I've plucked. This mm. was me mm -hmm. yesterday. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like on Sunday, I went out to see some friends. I was meant to be home at eight. I left the place at 10. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to pack today. And the morning I packed, I didn't really forget too much. But you forgot some stuff. I forgot one thing and I was so pissed. But, you know, but yeah, I packed and I was like, okay, I made it. I did it. It's all cool. It's all good. I got to the hotel and I didn't pack my toothpaste. Oh, and I they know. never have toothpaste. Never. Tragic. And it was a small thing, but I had just showered and I was about to put on a face mask. <laughs> and I was like, it's cool. I'll put on my tracksuit. I'll just run out. I didn't even pack my tracksuit. So oh. I was really, really, I was like, okay. So the key question I'll go ask, did you get toothpaste? Because it sounds I like I did get the toothpaste. Okay. I did get okay. it. But <laughs> you end up having to get dressed like yep. in some outfit that you didn't even need to put yep. on. Yep. I had to wear some crazy stuff. Uh, just to head out <laughs> to get toothpaste and it was so insignificant with how small this thing was but it was such a lesson yeah. that is it worth doing that and it's something i've done all my life i'm always a last minute packer and it's never been an issue for me yeah. in quotation marks until the issues were coming up and i was like i think it's time to learn the lesson so yeah. when i was leaving i was like okay i'm gonna pack the night before because I just want to see what that experience could be like. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. And it was seamless, you know. It's it's really nice, and I feel like I'm gonna keep doing that. You but should. it's such a it's such a small thing. But I do feel like things like that will keep happening. Like you will keep continuing to stick to a certain habit, and then forget something and mm. have to buy it until you start doing things differently and realize that you know if you're willing to learn the lesson and make the change you won't have to keep suffering consequences no matter how small they are yeah it's interesting mm. because i feel like everybody overlooks something something mm. so small and minute that you just overlook it but realistically that could be a key to a major change mm. yeah because i feel like slow is steady but it's steady is smooth of course of course you know Ooh, i like that i know i heard it in a I'm in a show put that up on like a something you know mm -hmm. <laughs> one of those yeah uh, on a something wall to hang a, up yeah. yeah instead of live laugh love it Literally. can be <laughs> <laughs> slow is steady but 
steady, steady is smooth. smooth. Yeah, I and you know that. what? Like, it makes a difference because where I felt extra tired on the day that I was traveling in the morning and I had to pack in the morning, it's because your brain is just doing all these extra things yeah. that it does not need to do. Because bear in mind, while I'm packing, I'm looking at the time and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it. But I'm rushing because I'm trying to make it. Yeah, Whereas yeah. when I did it the night before, I was strolling around. When I woke up this morning, I was really tired, but I felt cool because I knew that things were done. And you don't realize how much the small things impact the big things. Mm -hmm. mm. And if you take care of the small things, then you will it will naturally help the big things. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. That's of course, so of funny because um, mm. <laughs> I had to send something to somebody um, like my dad's friend my dad mm. wanted something from me and because he lives abroad mm. his friend was going to be visiting and I said okay yeah he'll take it for my he'll take the stuff for my dad so when I messaged him to say oh I've got the stuff for my dad I want to send it to you blah 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 and he was just like oh you know it's a bit last minute I've been packed for two weeks now <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, that's a bit intense. I was like, yeah, that's, that's really organised. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody mm. pack two weeks ahead. Like their suitcase is closed. Don't finished. you need some of the things? In that's your what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. But maybe he has like two. Yeah, Do you get what yeah. I mean? Because yeah, obviously, yeah. things like your um, toothbrush, your toothbrush, and that yeah. you can have twice because you're mm. gonna have your yeah, travel stuff. Definitely. Get what yeah. I mean? And cream and all that. That's so true. I was like, this is the thing. And what you've said has mm. enlightened me on why he probably does this. Yeah. yeah. Is to yeah, feel that yeah, peace yeah. and that level of organization. That's it. Peace. Yeah. yeah the peace yeah. and the lesser stress, basically. Yeah. 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 Even um, another. Yeah. Go on, But I was going to say, even another small example, but still on this situation, like for me, I would always come to the train station like just before my train because I hated waiting around. I just don't like doing that. But then when I get there, I'm flustered because I'm like, okay, I'm just walking really quickly, trying to get to where I need to be. Is it the right train? Just thinking all these things. Yeah, yeah, and today I had a train at 2.19 and I planned to get to the place at two. I got there at two and my whole journey, even though I spent 20 minutes waiting for the train, my whole journey felt so quick just because of how calm I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, it, just, it just makes such a difference. Um, no, definitely. Mm. We're coming to that point, though, where we've got to wrap up. So, Oh, yes. We have okay. a thing that we do at the end of every episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where we give one or two words to sum up. I wouldn't say advice, but yeah. you like to use the word advice. Yeah, we call it we call it a word of advice. And it's literally a word or two on how you would what, what kind of words of wisdom you want to impart on the um the listeners as you as we leave on the on the topic of conversation we've had and we love putting these people on the spot <laughs> oh, okay. um, um i think uh, one word that comes to mind or is two <laughs> boundaries yeah mm. that seems to have come up quite a bit yeah in this, con in this conversation and uh self-knowledge yeah mm. love that yeah what would you say oh, i was just gonna say Not darren what are your words <laughs> <laughs> but you beat me to it <laughs> okay let me think um with this topic of hmm I think in relation to self-knowledge, I think honesty with yourself, mm. you have to be very, very clear about 
what it is that you want because you can keep seeing the same people and pretending to yourself that this dynamic is okay mm. but really it is setting you back and yeah. i really believe that you need to make space for new things that you have asked for yeah. so um so yeah honesty is mine it's cool mm. um i would say be comfortable with the timing so mm. i feel everything can change and is subject to change but you just got to be comfortable that it might not happen as and when you want it but it will still happen if it's meant to happen and you yeah. put time into it yeah yeah i would say so mm. i love that this is very wisdomous guys <laughs> <laughs> no thank you for coming you've been a yeah, great guest thank you um, so much thank you guys you've really you left me with me. things to um you know to leave with like tangible things to implement so thank you for that same yeah i concur you mm. both have given me things to lose thank and you, simmer you. on yeah it's been really uh fitting in terms of the themes that are coming up for me Personally, speaking of which what's life. your um social for oh, your music my social is mm. so i'm only on instagram right yeah. now and my social is jebonair which is spelled j-e-b-o-n-a-i-r beautiful i won't ask mm. the meaning behind it right now but um <laughs> yeah we can ask them uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you for coming definitely it's been a great yeah, guest yeah thank you so and much and we're looking thank out for your work yeah this of has course. been fun yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, people. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>